John Kennedy came into office in 1961 at the height of the Cold War. By that time, the U.S. national security state, which had been called into existence in 1947, was in full bloom, viewing communists and communism as grave threats to the national security of the United States. Officials at all levels of the federal government made it clear that everything must and would be done to protect national security from the communists, even if some of the actions taken might not be considered legal or moral. The Constitution, after all, is not a suicide pact, as proponents of the national security state often point out. By the time that Kennedy took office, the CIA had already initiated plans to invade Cuba, never mind that Castro had no intentions of invading and conquering the United States, and never mind that his armed forces didn't have the remotest capability to perform such a fantastic feat. What mattered was that Castro was a communist and, even worse, was presiding over a communist regime that was only 90 miles away from American shores. Military and CIA officials determined early on that Castro and Cuba posed a grave threat to U.S. national security. By 1961, the CIA already had some national security successes under its belt. Eight years before, it had initiated its successful coup in Iran. One year after that regime change operation came the one in Guatemala. When Kennedy took office, he learned that his role in the CIA's planned invasion of Cuba would be to lie to the American people about U.S. involvement. The CIA assured him that the invasion would not require U.S. air support, but that was a lie and a setup. The CIA was certain that once the invasion got underway, if air support became necessary, there was no way that Kennedy would permit the invasion to fail by refusing to provide it. But the trap didn't work. Even as the invasion was failing, Kennedy refused to provide the air support. Dozens of Cuban exiles were captured or killed during the invasion. Meanwhile, the CIA's role in the invasion became public and the agency was humiliated. Angry at Kennedy for refusing to provide the air support that could have saved the lives of their friends and allies and freed the Cuban people from communist control, CIA and military officials considered the president to be weak and ineffectual at best and a traitor at worst.